and welcome back to who the fuck is that guy today we've got <laughs> alex from the west texas what the fucks alex tell us what you've got going on with your life where are you where hey, are you from hey what's up guys it's alex uh, i'm from i'm from west texas man i from a random random town called abilene texas i uh I grew up a fucking Cowboys fan, so Owen's going to give me a lot of shit for that. that but I grew up a Cowboys fan. I went to UT, graduated two years ago, so big fan of teams that have that are super washed up. That's basically how you could sum up my football <laughs> career uh, up to this point. Uh, the last good thing to happen in my lifetime was uh, Vince Young in 2005. Oh, that man. Was, and that's... And that's by a lot. That's by. That's not. That's not a. That's the best by, fucking fifty percent, right? So, oh man, that's yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so we are obviously in a different league, not too yeah. dissimilar from this. Uh, like, there's contracts involved. Like, it, it's a bit different, but uh, you know, we've got talking a bit over. But this is year three of that league now, isn't it? I think. I don't know what yeah, year, yeah, but yeah, yeah, so super, super exciting. Yeah, that's anyway how we got to know each other, and you know, I would say we're probably two of the more active people in that league, along with Matt. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, no, delighted to have you in this league. The other league, I think my team is a lot more interesting or a lot better, but I think the other league's badass, and I, I think that we like talking shit. So I think it's a good time. Yeah. Uh, and I'm really happy with the other league up to this point, honestly. So. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's tip your hand, I suppose, in that league a little bit. Yeah, I, I've been I've been on to you a lot this off season about a certain player. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to get into too much detail about that because if people hear about what I turned down, they're gonna. Yeah, I was gonna say Alex has turned down yeah. some pretty crazy trade offers for me involving one Terry McLaurin, yeah. but we'll yeah. leave that for another day. Yeah, exactly. Right, so Alex. Look, I'm just like I've done with. The other owners in this league, I'm just going to ask you some quick rapid-fire questions. You know, you give me the first thing that comes to your head. So, like, if I was to ask you what the best Arnold Schwarzenegger movie is, you would say? Oh, Terminator. Terminator 2. I was a big Terminator 2 fan, oh, believe it or not. Great answer. Great answer. Yeah. Can't yeah. go wrong with T2. What's the best football movie? Oh, man. This is unpopular. Dude. I don't I don't think I fucking... Radio? Is that radio? <laughs> that fucking movie? I don't watch football movies, man. I, I know that's weird because I love football, but... Don't watch football movies. I would have thought like Friday Night Lights would be the first thing to come to your head. You know, Dude, West Texas. West Texas. Yeah, yeah. No, that was a, that was apparently based on a high school in my town. Apparently, I, I don't know. No uh, fucking way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what they say, but I think they say that about every about every town. But man, yeah, I I, I guess Friday Night Lights isn't bad, dude. It, it's just it was a genre that just never got me going, man. Again, probably unpopular. Just never got me going. I mean, radio is good. I, I preferred Cuba Goody Jr. You know, and Jerry Maguire, to be honest with you. Well, with everything going on with Cuba Gooding Jr., you can't you can't prefer him anywhere. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I got you. I, I don't know. I, I think he's on the shit list now. But, yeah. <laughs> um, if I was to ask you what the best Guns N' Roses song is, what would you say? Man, uh, Civil War. That's a good one. So I think you and I talked about that actually when we were in that first league, the first uh, the the Leave It on the Field. That was one of the first conversations we had. I think. Was yeah, Civil War is probably my favorite Guns N' Roses song. Really, uh, or, I don't remember or, yeah, that conversation. You know, I asked you about the cover of Use Your Illusion too, and I really like Get in the Ring too. Is a really good one. That's a, that's kind of a deeper cut, I guess. But deep Get in the Ring from uh, yeah, Use Your Illusion too. Okay, uh, what's Use Your Illusion one? I forget. What's your uh, go-to drink? 
Oh man, uh, dude, this is such a tryhard answer, but uh, whiskey again, super tryhard answer. I guess that'll be acceptable being from uh, Ireland and all. But yeah, I, I like guess, a whiskey. Uh, was, what yeah, have you got a brand? Uh, man, dude, I am. I'm fucking cheap, man. That's that's my brand. Uh, I'll drink I'll drink fucking anything you put in front of me, man. Anything. Really, I guess the more fun answer is is I, I really like Hennessy, which I think is kind of an acquired taste. It sounds like for a lot of people, but I love Hennessy. Whatever I'm drinking, I'm drinking it straight. And really, at this point, I only drink whiskey. Uh, I only drink it straight because I'm not really into sugar, man. I don't I don't really do chasers as a result or mixers as a result. Good. I res- I actually respect that. Uh, look at yeah. me respecting the cowboys. Huh? You ever had a Jameson? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I like I like Jameson a lot. Yeah. Cool. What's your uh, go-to snack? Like pita chips and hummus. I'm not. I, I have a very uninteresting diet. You and me both. Pretty, yeah, I'm pretty pretty kale. Like there was some fucking word people used to phrase for it. I don't okay. Know, I have a very uninteresting diet. Who do you think is the best Batman? Uh, I I guess kind of by default, Christian Bale. Man, I just didn't think any of the other ones were super interesting. You know what I mean? Uh, I haven't seen Ben Affleck actually, so I, I think Ben Affleck apparently plays a pretty good Batman. But he has a weird back tattoo. If you haven't seen that, go go look it up. Ben Affleck has a back tattoo. Oh, it's fucking disgusting, dude. Look it up. Everybody, who's, if you're listening, go look up Ben Affleck's back tattoo. It's fucking ridiculous. Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna say anything else about it. It's the worst tattoo I've ever seen. And I have a I have a state of Texas tattoo, so that tells you something. Right? Okay, that that says a lot. Well, wow. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'll say Batfleck is pretty good. The movie sucked, though. Uh, Batman vs. Superman wasn't good, and then Justice League. We'll see what the Snyder could have done any better. Do you have a favorite Avenger? I hate to keep getting into story time, man. When I was, when I was a, I'm, I'm way younger. When I was a senior or a freshman in high school, that was when the first Avengers movie came out, and my friends went to go to the midnight release, and my mom wouldn't let me go, and I was, you know, I was the fuck. I was like, my mom's such a bitch, you know. Yeah, fuck but, that bitch. But yeah, yeah, right. As a result, all my, so I didn't get to go to the first movie, and then all my friends went to like every Avengers movie the night, like midnight when it came out, or like all the big origin movies. I never saw one of them because I was, like, so pissed off about it. Not at my mom, but, like, I don't know. I just felt like I was off the bandwagon, kind of. Okay, so, I get yeah. you. Probably petty as fuck, but, yeah, I just <laughs> never really got into them. I've never seen an Avengers movie, so. That is crazy, man. Yeah, There's know, not are, a lot of people in the world who can say that. People are shocked. I mean, I've seen maybe, like, two origin movies, like, maybe. I think that would probably be a reach at this point, so. Wow, that's crazy. That's, that's pretty, I respect yeah. that again. Who was your favorite wrestler growing up? Man, Jeff Hardy. I don't really watch wrestling anymore, but I used to love Jeff Hardy for sure. Yeah. Uh, what was he going to jump yeah. off of next? Who's your uh, favorite non-NFL athlete? Oh, that's great. Uh, past or present? Both. 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 Give me, uh, give me, give me one and one. Man, uh, past is probably Tim Duncan. I'm a huge Spurs fan, man. I mean, he just did everything right. He was a he was a stud all the way around. The great big guy, fundamental. Great athlete. Yeah, the big fundamental. Exactly, man. I mean. Like I said, my my football history hasn't been good, but in my lifetime we've had five Spurs championships, um, which I was I those are some of my like earliest memories of just watching him just hit boards and fucking win rings. So ton of respect for him. I think he's great. As, as far as uh, present athletes that I really like outside of football, that's a great question. I don't really keep up with a lot of sports outside of football, man. But I, I guess since you're putting me on the spot, probably Mike Trout. I just really respect him. I think that. I don't know, just his game, and I respect how he's stayed with the franchise and all that. So. 
Mike Trout's a good dude as well, by all accounts. Yeah, like, exactly. Well, and he's as, as an Eagles fan, right? Oh yeah, he's at every game behind <laughs> yeah. at the end zone. Yeah, and like motherfucker, bro. Yeah, he's he's great. I love Mike Trout. Yeah. I suppose we have to talk about your team now. Don't don't sure. yammer on too long about the fucking Cowboys. Yeah. I have to listen to them yeah. enough as it is. But um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell me about life growing up as a Cowboys fan and. Uh, Man, dude, that's a great question. I mean, it's a lot of disappointment, and I could go into details. Uh, I mean, I I still fervently believe Dez, Dez caught it. Um, oh my god! Do, do, do what you want with that information, man. Uh, I, I I think, man, it, it was a lot of it was a lot of trouble growing up. I always tell people like it's it's funny because I was born in '96, right after the last championship run, and my uh, my dad always says, or my family, my entire family always says, you know, you're the reason that the Cowboys suck. But they've told me that my entire. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but as I've grown, as I've gotten older, funny because like my whole seriously, like if I had to give a storyline of like what it was like growing up in my household, it was every Sunday my dad's feet were kicked up after church, and he was screaming "fuck you, Tony Romo" out. Like that was it. That, that's my that's my year right there. Um, Sounds so, about right. As far as now, it's our year. I think it's our year, uh, and I, I think I think people are gonna love me for saying that. Man, it's our fucking year. Uh, super happy with the Everson Griffin signing. Um, really, really happy with what it seems like McCarthy's been able to do, just revamping all the coaching and the the lineup. Definitely seems like we're we're ready to win. But again, that's every fucking year, you know. CD Lamb was like I said, I went to UT. Fuck CD Lamb. I have never had the faster 180 on a player. I was I was ready to hate him for my entire life because I I was certain he was going to go to the Eagles, just like certain. And uh, I mean, I hated him when he went to OU. He fucking dicked us every game, and then now he's going to be a Cowboy. So easy 180 there for me. I'm a big CeeDee Lamb fan now. Actually just tried to trade for him in our other league. But, yeah, that's, that's basically my state of the state of the team, so to say. I could go into more depth, but I think it's, I think it's a good team. Yeah. I, fully, I did a total 180 on CeeDee Lamb as well. He went from my favorite player in the rookie draft <laughs> to my least favorite player yeah, yeah, really yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's a weird as far as fantasy goes. I mean, I, I'm very. Uh, I I feel like he went to a good situation. You know, I think it's going to be. A, I think it's a good offense, and I think he's just a. I think he's an alpha man. I think he's a, a great receiver, and I think. I mean, I, I hope he's as good as he makes it out to be. Right. Uh, time will tell. Him. I hope he doesn't. Uh, who's your uh, favorite AFC team, or do you have one? Oh, uh, man, probably the Broncos. Probably the Broncos. Yeah. Uh, that's just because I grew up with uh, my aunt. With like my aunt, my aunt and uncle were big Broncos fans, uh, and I kind of know about like the John Elway stuff. I vaguely remember all that stuff. Uh, so pro- probably the Broncos, but okay. really, I mean, it's to me, it's yeah, Cowboys, Cowboys yeah, yeah. forever, whatever. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Who's your all-time favorite? Uh man, Emmett Smith. Uh, who I think I think is the greatest of all time, personally. I mean, well, I, I actually, dude, that was that was fucking stupid. I think Jerry Rice is is the goat, but I think that there is a there's definitely a case for Emmett being like consensus number two. Running out of bounds, Emmett Smith. No thanks. Hard <laughs> dude, pass. No, I I just think he was incredible, and I, I know there were a lot of contributing factors. The same thing about Zeke, you know, the O line, all that stuff. But man, I just think Emmett was dominant for ten years. And he had a he had a good uh, good head on his shoulders, and he wanted some fucking chips, man. So I think he's the definitely. I think he's the the greatest of all time. Or I mean, I, obviously Jerry Rice. So that's not as fun of an answer, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I think Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice is just nuts. I mean, it's uh, crazy. Yeah. Who's your least favorite cowboy? 
ever. Oh, oh man. You know, man, this is this is this is one that's gonna get me crucified again. But man, oh fuck, ever. That's really hard, dude. I the big one to me is Tony Romo again. That's that one's gonna get me what? Yeah, yeah, that one's gonna get me a lot of hate, man. I just, I just grew up disappointed by him, man, every year. And I know it wasn't necessarily his fault, but again, like my dad, like we grew up with my dad yelling at the TV and stuff. I just always Tony always got the hate in the household, and honestly, I just. I don't know, man. It was just, I just didn't like it, man. I was, I was super excited when we got Dak in. And I mean, it's just, I just felt like Tony Romo was just a, he was never good enough. You know, he was like fine, but I just don't know why we stuck with him all the time, honestly. Uh, and I know again, that that'll probably come off. I know that's going to come off negatively. That's just the one I can think of. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, there towards the end does start to piss me the fuck off. Okay. Uh, that's fair. But yeah. I have a really, really, really long list of players I hate from the Cowboys. I'm not going to get into that. I'll be here all day. What, what do you make of the Dak situation at the moment? Whose side are you on? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, I think Dak is – I actually had Matt and I had this conversation the other day. We had a kind of heated heated debate. I mean, I don't think Dak – I think Dak is a game manager, right? Um, I, I don't think he's – I don't think he's the guy we're dependent on to win the game on, you know, fourth and fourth and 40 with, you know – 20 seconds left i don't think he's ever going to be that guy honestly i just don't think i don't think he's clutch um i do think he's very consistent thing for me is you don't find a quarterback like that like i don't care what people quarterbacks have such a crazy bust rate you find a guy who's got again a good head on his shoulders who can win you games and and i know you're going to make fun of me for saying that last part about winning games but i mean really i think i think that's very rare like i think i think carson wentz is is a great quarterback i think Dak's a great quarterback honestly um but I don't think he's—I don't think he's lights out, right? Uh, but I think if he wants—if he wants, you know, top quarterback money for five years, in five years that contract is going to be nothing. So give it to him, you know. So where uh, where do you draw the my, line? Kind of my take. Yeah, man. I I I, uh, I know that he wanted forty-five a year. Is that right? That's the rumors. It's all rumors. I think, yeah, man. I, again, I think it's a tricky question because it's like you're asking somebody to sign a five-year deal, right? So it's like Kirk Cousins was the highest paid quarterback, or Jimmy G, right? Jimmy G was the highest paid quarterback, whatever, two years ago. Now he's not even top 10, right? I mean, it's just, it's it's all loaded, man. I know it's kind of a soft answer. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I mean, to me, I think Dak and Jimmy G are the same, basically the same fucking guy. And I don't know, maybe I'll get hate for that one, but that's where I'm at. Okay, so. that, that's fair. That's fair. Who is uh, your favorite player that never played for the Cowboys? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, man, I'm I'm dating myself with this one, really. But uh, this is a great question. Uh, uh probably, probably OBJ, man. OBJ. I know that's a new newer name, uh, but I've always just thought he was, especially in New York. He was. We. Uh, I watched him. I got to watch him play because he was always playing against the Cowboys, right? Yeah. It was just easier to kind of easier to appreciate him. Obviously, I was pissed at him, but I mean, I just always thought he was, especially early on in his career, man. That guy was just fucking lights out, dude, just doing crazy shit. Yeah. And I just, I man, I thought he was. To me, he was the best in the game there for a long time. I personally, and it's been weird seeing his career kind of tumble. And I definitely think he's done some of that to himself. 
but uh, I think I think that would be the answer. Again, I'm, that's very it's a very recent answer, but I just can't go far enough in my memory bank at this point. I don't think. Yeah, so. that, that, that's cool. That's cool. Do you actually do you get up to uh, Jerry World at all for games or? Man, I have never been to an NFL game. Never. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah, and and I think it's kind of having growing up kind of with an adversarial relationship towards the Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> really, I mean, like it was. I've I've been to Spurs games. You know, I've been to fucking hockey games. Like I've done. All kinds of stuff, but my family was always like, you know, like if if I would have told my dad, hey, let's go get Dallas Cowboys tickets, he would have like slapped me and said, you're an idiot, right? And I, I think that's kind of, uh, yeah, it's kind of how it how it's always been. But I definitely would like to get up to Jerry's World. I hear it's nuts, but yeah, I've never gotten the opportunity. So I've always heard like stories of high school football in Texas and how yeah. it's like religion. Yeah. What's it like where you're at? Yeah, it, it, that's that's it. That's exactly it. Uh, we the the team that I mentioned across town was the one that apparently Friday Night Lights was based off or whatever. But uh, that team was better than us, and they won the I think 2005 high school championship. And dude, that was huge. There are two high schools in my town, or two main high schools, and every year they have what's called the crosstown rivalry or the crosstown showdown, and the teams from both sides of town will play each other. My team, and this is a big deal. Like, you get shirts made every year. Like, basically, like schools fucking can't. Basically, schools canceled. Like, it's it's a big deal. Like, it's it's a big deal. But really, yeah, it's like it's definitely a religion here, for sure. I mean, I grew up going to some really cool high school games. Uh, had a had a friend who played at UT when I was there, which was really cool. That's nice. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so it was, who going back to players? Who's uh, your least favorite player of all time, non cowboy? Probably Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Wow. Uh, I just, I think he's a great. I think he's a great player, but he seems like he's a total bitch diva. Uh, and I just, I, I love what he does, but I also hate what he does. Like he's just had so many crazy, like magic trick throws. He's always been on another level, but also, yeah, fuck him. So. Uh, okay, that's, that's good. That's a good one. My least favorite player of all time. Any hot takes for the upcoming season? Yeah, I, de- I definitely have a few, man. I definitely have a few. My my big ones, I'm I'm. We'll talk about this more here in a little bit, but I'm really buying into Drew Lock. I'm buying into the Drew Lock hype 100. percent I think Haskins isn't going to be as bad as people think he is. Uh, these are I'm just thinking about my teams right now. Okay. Uh, I don't think he's going to be bad as you think he is. I think that we're going to see. Uh, I think it's going to be a down year from Saquon. I think Saquon's going to kind of come back to earth, and we're going to. And I know you hate hearing that with a 65 million da- like. <laughs> but I, I I think we're gonna come back down to earth on him. Injuries or just a just kind of a regression in the amount of touches they're gonna give him or throws are gonna make his way. I, I think I think I buy into that. I think by and large this is probably gonna be a really disappointing year for running backs. I think maybe this year we will like will be the last bell cow year. I feel like with this crazy fucking Leonard Fournette, Mixon, Cook class going on free agent, I could see a lot of teams getting uh getting like two like quote two bell cows you know like Mixon and cooks ending up on the same team you know Mixon and Fournette, whatever you want to make it out to be uh I, or like Fournette to the panthers to play a cmc it's a random example but i could really see that happening really uh, i think I, that's really interesting yeah yeah i i can i really do believe that that i mean because that's the thing they're not playing fantasy right and like for fantasy it's always better to have one badass running back right but I mean, in real life, and you and I have had this conversation before. I mean, I think they're going to get a lot smarter with carries. I think we're—I I personally, maybe I'm crazy, but I think the death of the 
depth of the bell cow running back is honest. So I think fantasy is going to get, I think fantasy is going to change a lot in the next few years as, as running backs lose that, uh, lose that premium in real life. I, I, I do believe that. Do you want to know uh, something crazy? I think it's the total opposite. I think bell cows are going to come back and I think quarterbacks, I think their contracts are going to go down over the next few years. I think situations like the one that's arisen with Dak at the moment and so on and so forth, more and more teams, and I think the first, the, the real first domino for this for me, thinking about this, Brock Lobster, like his yeah. deal was crazy. And I think teams are learning lessons now, I think slowly but surely that like, the damage paying a quarterback can do if he doesn't work out. Yeah. I actually think the NFL is going to revert back to being a run first league in the next few years. That's just my opinion. Yeah. But uh, well, and, we'll see. Yeah, my, my thing isn't, isn't necessarily so much if the teams aren't going to run the ball as much. I just think they're going to be a lot smarter. Committees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because I just, I just, I think the days of, uh, personally, I mean, again, I think by and large, the last few years, guys like Zeke, allegedly Saquon, CMC, those guys, Bell, right, for the last few years or a few years ago. Yeah. I mean, those guys were rare. Like, workout, workhorses were rare. And I think they're just going to get rare, personally. But, um, but call me crazy on that one. So. Yeah, no, sure. We'll see. Have you got a who's playing the Cowboys in the Super Bowl this year? Oh, <laughs> oh man. Hopefully the Broncos, man. That'd be fun. I I really like uh, Mahomes to go back. I, I think that's what's going to happen. It's hard for me to like buy into hype on things, but I just think that team is way crazy good. Yeah, it's so crazy. I, I can, it's nuts. I, yeah, I can, it's stupid. I mean, I can see them going back. And really, I can. I honestly think it's going to be the 49ers or the or the Seahawks that get beat by the Cowboys in the conference championship. <laughs> but okay. uh, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, but no, I think it'll probably be honestly. I think it'll be 49ers or Seahawks versus the Chiefs. Uh, that's that's my feeling right there. I know that might not be a super fun take, but I think I think those teams, all three of those teams, are just, in my opinion, like on a, on a whole new level. Honestly. Okay, uh, well, that's cool. I, for for I different reasons. For different reasons, but yeah. Alex, if you're doing a redraft league this year, if you're starting up a new dynasty league, who are you targeting at the back of the draft? Uh, you know, I, I don't do startups. I don't think I've – outside of this startup in our league, I don't think I've done a startup in like – I'm not big on like AD, like startup ADP, so I can't totally tell you, but I'll give you some names that I do know are a little later. I really like rugs. I know that's that's not necessarily a, like a sleeper, but it's an early pick. They're late later pick in scrubs. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That, that could be crazy value, right? Like you were getting that guy in the twelfth round, tenth round. I think that's and again, don't call me on that, but I feel like he's got some crazy power, uh, and I feel like he's slept on by a lot of people who buy into a weird narrative on him. But uh, I really like him. Uh, I really, I really like Cephas. I really like Cephas. And I, I think that we'll come into that probably during this conversation. But he's somebody I picked up in our league. Um, I really just, I, I just really like him. I think he's, I think he could be Cooper Cup 2.0. And I really don't put that lightly. Uh, I've been big on Cooper Cup for a long time. And I just feel like they're, again, I'm probably going to get hate for this, but I think they're way more similar than people want to give them credit for. And I think the Lions offense is really fucking weird, especially their passing offense. <laughs> Uh, I, I think the other thing I'll say, Duke Johnson, uh, those are two guys I've been targeting the last few years, and I'm going to keep targeting the last few years. Just, I think they're just good floor running backs, uh, and I, I think both of them are, are, are way more consistent. And honestly, as crazy as this is, will sound prolific, way more than people want to give them credit for. That makes sense. Yeah, uh, that's cool. No, so. I appreciate it. 
what's the worst move you've ever made in fantasy football? Oh, oh fuck. This is this is man, there's 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 a few. Here's here's one uh, I don't even really want to talk about it, but in our in our league, Owen and I's other league. I'm in a lot of leagues, but Owen and I's league I'm a fucking idiot in for sure. I traded, uh, <laughs> dude, I traded Dak and Lamar away in two separate trades. La- not last year, but the year before. Uh, they were both fucking. I, I don't. I don't really want to go into the details, but you can just let's say there were multiple second round picks for both. Um, that's an easy way to put it. It was bad. It was fucking bad. Still think the logic was 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 there. Like I, I don't necessarily think I made the wrong call in the moment, but I know looking back, I'm like, wow, I could have made so much money if I would have just sat on it. You know. Like, and do you want to tell the people who your quarterbacks are in that league now? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Uh, I can't tell if that's a joke or like a setup or not. But uh, the quarterbacks in that league, I have Kirk Cousins, Sam Darnold, Drew Locke, Haskins, and Jordan Love. I have five. Super flex. Uh, but, 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 yeah, yeah, I traded I traded Lamar and Dak. It's funny because I, I, I know this is going to sound crazy, but I came out of the startup with Kirk Cousins, Dak, Lamar, and Andy Dalton. And uh, and and you know it's funny because because I honestly was gonna take Mahomes too. And I'm not just saying that. This is before Mahomes blew up. I really in the startup I was like I'm gonna take Mahomes, and then I was like you're gonna look like a fucking idiot. So I really yeah I, I uh, yeah I traded away two of two of the best quarterbacks to get a lot of arguably mid range arguably mid range horseshit. Um, so yeah. Yeah. At least you're honest about it, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and and it's it's just shitty because I do have like what I would argue is a pretty good team. So it's not like I I, I don't know if that makes it better or worse. To me, it feels worse just because I I know that like the rest of my team is good enough, you know. And yeah. Like the holes are just the holes are in this position that I'm really never like quarterback is such a critical position, you know. Like we said earlier. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't see myself recovering from those trades. For that reason I would say those are definitely the worst trades I've ever I've ever been in. So. That's pretty fair. That would actually be probably hard to top in this series. On to I suppose specifically this league, how did you find the auction and you know yeah. any 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 memories that stick out during the auction, you know, how do you feel about your team sure. post auction? Sure. Sure. I mean Lamar Jackson stands out to me. That was fucking stupid. I mean I was listen to that in the discord by fucking stupid i don't mean stupid to do necessarily uh but i just mean stupid like stupid a, a lot i think it's like what 75 million a year or uh, 69 69 and a, half. a year yeah and then saquon saquon stands out to me because owen was telling me going into the draft he was like hey just don't blow your load on one player and then <laughs> and then saquon barkley got on the board and it was like Holy shit! I'm blowing my load on this one player. Uh, I know. What makes, what, what, what makes that one extra funny is I might be crazy here, but I'm pretty sure Saquon was like a bidding war. Like I, oh I think yeah. You had don't 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 call me on that, but I don't think it was the kind of thing where it was like somebody nominated him for sixty, you nominated for sixty five. It was over. It was like you got up to sixty five, which to me is the amazing part. Like it was a battle to get there. I think I would have just cut my losses early, you know? And I, I'm a big, I'm regardless of what I said about the bell cow running back thing, I'm still a big fan of those two are bell cows. Right. Yeah. Uh, so like I am in, in a snake league, I'm going to get, I'm going to try my ass off to get Zeke Chubb and uh, you know, I'm trying to think of, I don't know, like John Taylor, right? Like uh, just three, those guys in this, in this startup, I was like, 
oh man, like I definitely, I definitely was not aggressive on running back, which was disappointing, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, the other thing that stands out to me was CD lamb, Matt, shout out, Matt, Matt knows I'm a big Cowboys fan and he, so CD lamb was one of the first names on the board, you know, right after the, yeah, super early. Yeah. And he, he got his contract was like, and I think I put 15 or something like that. And then, and then I, and then I'm not, I'm not kidding. I was like, I am not going above that. I like shit my pants. Right. <laughs> uh, and then, and I was like, why did I do that? And then Matt outbid me again. And I was like, that's bait. He bid out, he bid like 16. I was like, I'm not bidding 17. Like I'm cutting out. I'm done. And Matt messaged me and he was like, dude, I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to keep going. And I was like, no, yeah, you can keep, you can keep CD for that. Uh, and I do like CD, but dude, that's wide receiver fickle as fuck, you know? Yeah. Um, so. Your team is pretty interesting, I gotta say. Like for one, yeah. like your entire running back core is basically dependent on Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Like oh. you've got a lot of running backs. <laughs> this was definitely a, a run by committee, uh, an RBBC team, right? Like, like I said, I'm I, I guess for lack of a better term, I'm normally a power runner owner. Like I want running backs the first three rounds. People say I'm stupid, zero wide receiver, whatever. And because I think that's kind of how wide receivers are. You just you have to be good at watching tape. And I'm not trying to sound like a dick, but I mean, I think there's definitely an art to finding good wide receivers. I normally kind of zero zero wide receiver, which again sounds maybe sounds stupid. In this league, it was very different. Uh, so Jonathan Taylor, I did bet big bucks on. Everybody says this, but I think he's Zeke 2.0. I was and I was off the wall. I'm so high on him, and I was so high on him at Wisconsin. I loved watching him play. I think he's a great guy. I think he went to a great team who's going to run the shit out of him. I think I, I believe in him. And, and I know a lot of people don't like him. There's, there's, there's kind of this debate about whether or not him getting whatever 400 carries a year in college is good for him or not. It's there's probably not. Either, yeah. Well, there's an argument that like, there, there's an argument both ways. I personally believe he's built for the long haul. Honestly, I, I think he's like a Zeke type player. I'm super high on him. That being said though, it's, it's, it's kind of weird. Cause you know, if you go back to the draft at the time, like the only running backs that were on before JT were going for, yeah, like 60. That's like CMC and Zeke went for 45 or whatever, which again, in, in retrospect is kind of a steal. Right. But I like Taylor and uh, it's not a guaranteed contract. It's kind of how I look at it, you know? Uh, but I felt like I really do feel comfortable with Taylor. I, I think he's going to be good, man. Yeah. That was clearly like a good plan you had, like with your running backs and even your wide receivers. Like you've got, 43 44 dollars i think it is tied up in rookie deals which easy to get out of if you want and then you can yeah. get in the waiver wire so it makes a lot well, of sense yeah and then as far as the the other running backs i mean just to give the people an idea i mean my other guys are duke johnson cohen pollard uh rashad penny which i thought was interesting evans the rookie out of out of the titans antonio gibson who i honestly think is horseshit owen can <laughs> confirm that i i actually i, actually, <laughs> I meant to Owen can confirm that I accidentally got Antonio Gandy Golden because I thought it was Antonio Gibson because uh, I'm a fucking idiot. But yeah, I just that a rookie. But yeah, man, all that to say, I don't buy into the Antonio Gibson hype. Uh, Perrine, I, I think, is just an all-around guy. I got Edmonds and, and Bryce Love off the waivers, which I'm kind of, which could go my way, but definitely it's a very questionable running back room. But the way I see it, I think I'll start Jonathan Taylor every week and, and Cohen or Johnson or whoever's hot you know uh, yeah just somebody is kind of my feeling so yeah no there'll be plenty of options anyway you won't be stuck looking at your bench going oh i've not running backs <laughs> that's yeah, one thing yeah 
And what about the rest of your team? I, I've got to say, I actually kind of like your... You've got three very startable wide receivers. Like, there's a couple of guys that obviously I prefer to have them. But, like, to have your three wide receiver starters locked up for 43 a year. And they're all on three-year deals. And they're all in and around their prime. Okay, Devontae Parker probably is a couple of years ago. I was going to say, that was astute. Like, I'll, I'll give you a lot of credit for that. That's a really good wide receiver room for that price. And then on top of that, there's... Like Marvin Jones, he's always been solid. Christian Kirk, I I've never really bought the hype. People keep talking him up, like he's costing you nothing as well. There's a couple other guys as well, but some hype like James Washington, yeah. da- Darius Slayton. I know you're really high on, uh, probably yeah. a bit too high on for your own good, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's probably in our league. It's a wide receiver core you could rank low pretty easy just on face value but i actually think it could surprise a lot of people and be in the top half of like easily like in the top half pushing higher of you know highest scoring wide receiver groups in our yep. league and yep. so uh, i'll give you props on that my thing is perennially underrated right i think i would use the words to define keenan parker landry and jones honestly i i don't i again i only have a little bit tied up on them and i Really, I probably should have just been more aggressive on getting a guy like Terry, who ended up going for like 11, right? Like, there's nothing. But uh, I should have been more aggressive early with the receivers. But, yeah, I mean, I, I actually – I think that these guys are – I think they're – I to me, I, I have no question about their production. To me, age is definitely a question. Like, by the time their contract is up, all these guys I think will be 30, right? Uh, there, there, And Yeah, exactly. But – I, I think the production's there. Uh, I think they're just perennially underrated. I don't think I'm going to – I uh, famous last words, but I don't think I'm going to have a problem getting points out of them. But I definitely don't think I, – I think this is the, – the downside is picking a Landry over a Lamb is they might end up scoring the same points over their career, right, or the next four years. The yeah. problem is I'm going to be able to trade C.D. Lamb at the end of his contract. There's no way somebody's taking 30-year-old Jarvis, right, unless things really turn around. Yeah, uh, so I get you. I, I've Jarvis Landry, the guy I've always loved. The dude just plays sixteen games every year, and okay, he doesn't catch a lot of bombs, but it shows catch after catch after catch after catch. Yeah. It's it's yeah. crazy. Your tight end room, you've got Mike Kosicki, Jared Cook. I mean, I like both of those guys because he he could take a huge step this year. New quarterback, you know, it'll be interesting to see how he performs. But Jared Cook has always kind of been just below the elite tier of tight ends for me but like to get him a tree a year for two years you know i'm a gambler and we've talked about that a little bit in this call but i mean uh i i think jisicki is i mean the comp the comp is kittle right uh i just we're gonna see if that if that takes off i mean obviously he's got a lot to prove i think cook will get me points cook is the same to me cook is the tight end version of keenan allen right or jarvis landry uh just perennially underrated you know yeah um, but yeah definitely i feel pretty feel okay about them yeah and then just on defense like i love what you did you got three really good linebackers and three really good safeties and all like those six guys you've got Jaden smith joe blake even rashawn evans who cost you nothing how rashawn evans went that cheap actually is crazy but then you've got yeah. Buddha baker keanu neal and landon collins who are yeah. just like okay keanu neal's been hurt the last couple of years but when he's healthy and when he's playing, he looks incredible, and hopefully he's due a run of games. But um, like yeah. those three guys are going to score so many points, and then the four yeah. linebackers. I mean, you're set there for a long time. I think they're all signed yeah. for three years as well, which is great. Yeah, 
Yeah. So fair uh, play to them. I'm definitely. I, I'm. I'm pretty happy with them. I, I wish I would have spent a little less money across the board, but I think it's kind of the price you pay. Uh, there were a lot of guys who ended up going for. I mean, and I didn't. I just didn't really foresee this, but there were a lot of stud linebackers that went for like five a year, six a year. You know. Yeah. Um, and, and but you know at the same time like you just it was. I'm not trying to make the excuse of it being my first time playing auction, but I also think auction is just kind of tough to understand sometimes. I mean, I would rather lock up those players early in the draft and not have to worry about them was kind of my thought process, you know? Yeah, I get uh, you. Like, what what, what I, you're going to find is, in a couple of years, is when those really cheap... Like, take Rashawn Evans. If he blows yeah. up, you're going to have a hard time resigning him unless you let one of your top guys go. But there's a, exactly. there's a, there's a few teams in this league that only have cheap IDP players, and they're going to have a really tough time resigning anyone on their defense because yeah. most of their money is tied up on their offense. So yeah. all of a sudden then, if one of your big-name guys is struggling, you can cut him, and you've got 12, 13 a year freed up, and there's yeah. a big name guy just hit free agency and all of a sudden you're like oh i can trust that guy i'm gonna win and yeah. give him 10 12 a year bada bing bada exactly. bing i really should have probably made this clear a little bit earlier in the call but i mean part of the reason i i got old kind of older players or like end of their time mid of their prime whatever players is because i just i personally don't think i'm going to be able to resign a lot of them so uh i kind of went into it with the attitude of like yes I, I, I would want to have Patrick Mahomes, but if I have to, it, like, if Patrick Mahomes re-signing him is going to destroy my team, it's like, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to bid on that guy, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I kind of went into it with the thought process of, like, if you get Blake and he's too expensive, I mean, he's going to be too expensive for three years, and then you sink all your money into Matt Stafford, right? Uh, was kind of my guiding principle. But but definitely, I, I, I hear what you're saying about the uh, – about the defensive players and we'll kind of honestly i think it'll be super interesting i'm really excited to see how it goes but yeah, hopefully those guys hold down the fort for a while so. yeah i mean like you've got like the i'm gonna go third or fourth most expensive defense in the league and like it shows like i'm gonna hate matching up with you the, whatever week that is because it's just it's just stood after stood after stood in the two key positions you want an idp which is linebacker and safe and because you've got your money tied up there already like versus say me for example like i've got 68 you've got 94 so like it's going to be trickier for me to move money onto my defense i've got my d-line guys locked up and i'm happy with that after that now it's going to be for me i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to invest draft capital to improve my defense it's that's the only way i'm really going to be able to do it unless i blow my team up which again is a very distinct possibility we'll see see what happens happens. yeah so what's your favorite contract honestly rashawn evans probably uh, I just thought that was that was crazy. I kind of have a second, third, and fourth that are all quarterback. Uh, I was really happy to get Stafford where I got him. I think Stafford ran me twenty eight. I think twenty five. Uh, twenty five. I'm actually I'm huge on Stafford. Honestly, I'm huge on him. A little bit older, but he had a crazy season before he went down last year. And then I was really happy with Drew. I mean, Drew had so much hype behind him. I got Drew for eighteen. Seventeen. Don't call it, seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. And then. Minshew, I'm pretty sure I got at eight, right? Yeah, eight. Uh, Minshew at eight was crazy to me because I got him at the end of the draft, which was just surprising because I was like, I figured I'm not super high on Minshew. As a matter of fact, I really don't think Minshew's there after this year. I think they'll get Trevor Lawrence or Fields or somebody like that. But to me, I mean, the prospect of locking up a quarterback that cheap for three years 
is is too crazy to pass up in my opinion. If you get past next offseason with Minshew still there, you've a bargain. Like that means you've got yeah. two more years of a starter. Because if they stick with him Definitely. through this season and next offseason, like you don't have to worry about that. And on top of that, then all of a sudden you've got one of the most tradable contracts in the league. Exactly. Well, and 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 I think that being said, too, like the ceiling for me on Minshew is super low. I mean, I think he's a twelve points a week guy. I think he could be consistent. Like, think Kirk Cousins, right, or whoever. I think he could be consistent, but I don't. I don't see him ever dream case of a game manager, right? Just a dink and dunk guy. I don't. I don't see anything more than that. But but at the same time, eight million a year for a starting quarterback. That's to me, that's too crazy to pass up. So. Yeah, I mean, like Stat Padford, I was thinking of going for him. It got too rich for my taste, and yeah. I decided because what I, what I, what I ended up realizing was I'd be if my team sucks, I'll have a hard time moving him because he's old and he'll be expensive. But at the same yeah. time, like I don't see like why he won't be good outside if he gets hurt. But like that that literally applies to every single NFL player. Like, exactly. Oh, he could get hurt. Exactly. Yeah, anyone could get yeah. hurt in the NFL. And what people forget, too, is, I mean, it was his first season he missed, or his first game he missed in 10 seasons or whatever, right? Oh, uh, that's, not yeah. to say, that's not to say he's going to play for 10 years straight or whatever. That's just to say, I mean, I think people, I definitely don't think he's injury-prone, and people, for some reason, fucking keep trying to say he is, right? Well, it's, it's that's the reputation he had coming out of college. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's just true, stuck with him. true. Well, but, but I mean, I, to me, he's like Favre. I mean, I, don't, I, ho- I can only hope he plays as long as Favre, right? But I mean, he, those guys who fucking, I mean, sorry, not as a player. Don't get me wrong. I don't, I think Favre is way better, but I mean, as far as like, he's a gunslinger. Yeah. Yeah. Playing every, playing every fucking game and just going out there. I mean, it's him, Phillip Rivers and Brett Favre for me. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, he's going to throw 4k yards. He's probably going to be somewhere in the region of two to one for his touchdown and INT ratio, but like, he's going to sling it and he's going to put up points like there. There's no doubt about that. So like, definitely. You know, you could definitely be worse off than uh, Matt Stafford as your QB one for sure. If there's a contract you wish you had in this league, who would it be? Oh, I really liked. There were a few early on that I thought were just just crazy. I really liked Taylor Rapp at three fifty. I think that is an absolute steal. Some of those later defensive guys like Kenneth Murray at three fifty. Or, you know, Frank Clark at 350, one of those guys. Just those defensive guys that I think are, are going to put up numbers. Those guys, like, if, if I'm thinking about a snake, a snake draft, those guys are, are all top top 12 positionally or top 15 positionally for me. And getting them getting them the equivalent in the, the 30th round is just crazy, you know? Yeah, I get uh, you. I think all those guys who are on two-year deals – I, I don't know if people have realized it properly yet, but man, there's going to be a lot of tough decisions next offseason. Yeah. Take like Logan Ryan, for example. He's on four for two. Four years. With, mm-hmm. no, sorry, $4 for, four, two for two years. Four for two years. Yeah. yeah. Assuming he signs with someone, and if he puts up an insane amount of points this year, Matt's got to be sitting there going, okay, I can keep him at four for next year, but like that's it then. I, I He's... I can't resign him. I'm already going to franchise him. That will cost a bomb. What do you do? Do you try and trade him while there's still value there? Do you let him go for nothing? Do you hope you can bid on him in free agency? Like, there's a litany of players that I'm looking at on the cheap end of, uh, especially on on the IDP side things. I'm just like, man, next off season is going to be crazy. With people realizing like, oh, 
my starting safeties, they're gone after not mm. this season, the following season, unless I resigned them. And I can't mm. because I've all my money tied up in my offense and I haven't cut anyone or this guy's underperforming. Maybe I'll cut him, but we'll see what happens. You know what I mean? It's, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, I definitely, like I said, kind of went into it thinking that I, I wouldn't be able to resign people and try to get three years across the board on D like we kind of talked about earlier. Yeah. I think that'll, hopefully that'll be a difference maker for my squad, at least in that if there's like a year three rut in this league, which there very well could be as far as teams kind of taking a dip with first free agency period and stuff, uh, could be an awesome opportunity to win some, win some games. But yeah, we'll see. So if I had to ask for your predictions on who you think QB1, RB1, and wide receiver one are going to be yeah. this year, who would you go? Yeah, Dak, Zeke, and Amari Cooper. <laughs> Dak, Zeke, and Amari Cooper. Uh, no, I, I, I think uh, I think QB1, man, I, this is a maybe a hot take. The person I'm most comfortable thinking would be QB1 is Russell Wilson. Wow. I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I think he's just always consistently a fantasy dominator. I guess there was that one season like two years ago where they just ran the ball a shitload. Uh, but then there were those years like I guess three years ago where he ran the ball a shitload and had like 20 t- rushing touchdowns or something crazy. And, you know, so I, I really like Russ. I also just feel like, again, he plays 16 games every year. Uh, somebody's going to call me out on that. I mean, he plays almost every game every year. He does. And, oh, he, he hasn't yeah. missed a game. Yeah, Ever. I don't th- yeah, okay, cool. I didn't, I didn't think he had. I didn't, I didn't think he had, but I felt like an idiot saying that. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I just think he's super consistent, always plays. He's played at a high level. So basically, his whole fantasy career, he's been at a high level, especially the last, like, four or five years. I yeah, Tom will be I, really happy to hear you say that. And yeah. I can tell you, like, conversations I've had with about Russell Wilson, like, Tom, again, is going to be really happy to hear this. But yeah. for, like, the last few years, in my opinion, Russell Wilson should be the MVP every year. Because yeah, oh, yeah. To me, like the MVP is done totally wrong. It's it doesn't really value of a player is how many wins they add to your team because that's all that matters in football is how many f- yep. games of football you win, not yep. how many passing yards you actually have. And to me, the last few years, especially if you took Russell Wilson out of that team, they go from he's never had a losing season. For example, yeah, if you yep. took him out of that team, I don't think they'd win three games. Yep, I agree. I mean, and I, there's I, there's I, very few quarterbacks I think that of. I, I kind of I kind of started thinking about that Brady the last few years in New England and there was a couple of other teams, but um like that year that uh Carson was getting MVP hype before he got injured. I there's another podcast that documents this where I was like it's the team. He's really good and yeah, in the context of what MVP normally is, he's in the conversation. But if you take him out of this team and I, I just think like the two Eagles fans I was doing this podcast with, when he went down, they were like doom and gloom. It's the end of the world. Fuck this. Fuck everything. I hate my life. And I'm, though this is the week after he shredded the arms, going, guys, we can yeah. still go deep in the playoffs. Like we can yeah. win. <laughs> and they're yeah. like, no, no, no. But yeah, you take Russell Wilson out of that team, and they are picking top five, easy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, me too. I mean, I think I think you you nailed it. You nailed it right there. Uh, I mean, obviously, I think Lamar and, and, and Mahomes are like more more of like the upside guys, but I don't know if they can stay healthy. I also don't know if they can replicate uh, or like at that crazy level. You know, I, I feel really comfortable with Russell Wilson uh, as quarterback one, honestly. Okay. Uh, 
that's just kind of my opinion. I'm not, I'm, I, again, I kind of have a weird form of logic for that. I don't necessarily think he's better, like a better fantasy player than Lamar or Mahomes. I just think he's more consistent. Um, and then, or I think he should be more consistent. Yeah. Um, and then as far as running back, this one is unpopular, but, <laughs> you know, I, I think I'm, I think I'm at Zeke. Uh, I'm at Zeke or or or, uh, or CMC. I think CMC is really good. I don't think his I don't think that offense is anywhere near as good as the Cowboys, uh, at least for fantasy purposes. Mm-hmm. So I know he had a crazy year last year. I I think crazy years are kind of. I, he's had a very consistent career, but last year was obviously. I mean, he was Pro Bowl wide receiver and running back, right? Yeah. I don't really see that happening again this year. Uh, I think he'll be good, but I I think Zeke is just. Again, they're both very consistent, but I think Zeke is just on a really, really good offense. Uh, I trust that offense more than Teddy B's offense. And really, you call it, honestly, it's, it's Christian's offense, really, all things considered. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, again, I just, those wide receivers are kind of weird. Quarterback situation is kind of weird. I'm going to go with the better offense. I'm going to give it to Zeke personally. Do you know what would be uh, really crazy? Could you imagine what? having a fantasy football team where you have Zeke and McCaffrey? Yeah, yeah. Could, I mean, like it's so unrealistic. But imagine having yeah. a team like that, or like to be really nuts, like really nuts. Could you imagine having Lamar Jackson as well? Like, yeah. Well, wow, what a dream that would be. Anyway, right? yeah. yeah. Right. Wide receiver well, one. Well, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, wide receiver one. Uh, give me Thomas. I know you're gonna hate me for that one after the whole Terry conversation, but I, I think it's Thomas, man. I think it's gonna be. I personally think Thomas is a is a future Hall of Fame Jerry Rice type player. I think. He's doing stuff that we've never seen. That's obvious. Like last year, whatever it was, 148 receptions, single season record. Yeah. I mean, I think I think the guy is going to keep shattering records, and I think we're we're witnessing greatness, right? Like I I think he is. I think we're going to be telling our kids about Michael Thomas, honestly. Yeah, um, like it's and, it's the same thing every year. I think I've said this to you already. Yeah. I think it's the last three years has been he's peaked, sell, 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 yeah. and he just keeps getting better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and, and 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 we're probably going to be telling our kids. Hey, you can be like Michael Thomas when you grow up. Just don't be a big old bitch about Twitter stuff. Yeah. That's probably what. That's probably how the conversation's gonna go. But yeah. I mean, yeah, outside of him being kind of a diva, I mean, I just think he's such a. I think he's such stud. I think he's such an alpha. I think he's. I think he's. He's really uh, just incredible. I think. I think he's the wide receiver one. I know none of those are super spicy, but if you ask me, like twelve to thirteen, I could probably give you some crazy answers. Okay. Uh, but my my top my top ones for all those are I think probably pretty traditional, except for maybe Russ. Okay. Um, I know, I'd agree with that. Four years from now, who is the most valuable rookie from this class? Yeah, really, really high on Jordan Love. I know you have him in this league at a dollar one year. Obviously, that's not going to do you much when you have to re-sign him. But, uh, but I really, really like, I really like Jordan Love. Really like him. I think, I think he, uh, he's got a lot that he needs to work on, but he's behind Rodgers. I think that he, he's going to fit well with Lafleur's offense. Uh, he's really by the script kind of guy. He's huge. He can run. He can throw. I mean, I really, I really, really am super high on Jordan Love. Uh, again, we're talking four years out, right? Really yeah. high on Love. Uh, That's good. That's a hot take. I like that a lot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't. I think anyone who like answers anything other than Burrow is a hot take. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I, I, I don't think, that. especially like in the, in a, a superflex league. It's just like, yeah, the number one quarterback. He'll be the most likely guy in yeah. four years. But and and my my thing is more kind of more that I just trust the uh, and maybe this is too historical of an argument, but I I, I like the Green Bay Packers as a franchise more than the Bengals. 
Yeah, that's very and, fair. And <laughs> and and you know, obviously, like the Favre to Rogers thing from a from a playing perspective, as far as the quality goes, could not have gone better. I know there was drama there, right, with that transition. But I feel like, and again, maybe this is too historical of an argument, but I think if if Rogers teaches love, and if that's as well run of a franchise as it is, and if they've picked three quarterbacks in the first round in the in the last 30 years and they're both hall of famers right or one hall of famer and a future hall of famer to me it's like that that means a lot uh, yeah, that'd actually also, be pretty crazy <laughs> yeah yeah I, that would be that would be crazy but i mean again like i just kind of feel like i mean there are crazier things like burrow yeah. burrow being good for the Bengals, who are just have traditionally been kind of a shitty organization right like since since the early 90s or whatever right when they had those four almost super bowls or whatever uh but but all that to say uh sorry I'll, I'll just bitch about burrow for a sec i mean i watched him play ut versus lsu as a heartbreaker this year i just my thing with burrow is i just think that offense or that not that offense that team was just freaky that whole team it's really hard for me to like look at a guy who got beat out by haskins and then played just on like a crazy powerful offense that also had like jamar chase justin clyde like that's just kind of freaky to me also better o-line yeah i don't know it's i i feel like i feel like burrow could be a burrow could be the next like fucking baker right like, i mean <laughs> jury's, still, jury's still out on baker right but you know what i mean kind of like yeah i get you okay at the next level you know yeah, i get uh, you that's pretty fair in, I, my, in your division who do you think is the biggest threat i like nick's team in like a coin flip way so I think that there's a chance it, in a sense, it kind of feels like my team to me, just a little bit more like just kind of older, I guess. I, I agree. I think Nick is to me anyway, is the biggest threat to you, but where Nick is going to struggle is he has no depth and you have yeah. a lot of depth. I, I don't have, I'm not in any position to try to say, I think I'll, I'll, I'll win the division or anything. I just feel like Tannehill Brady. I feel like those guys, if they can, if they can be as good as they were, like let's say last year or the last two years, that's a that's that's two great quarterbacks right yeah but there's another side of that coin where it's brady's whatever 55 and Tannehill was basically jobless before that crazy run right um so again that's kind of a coin flip for me Todd Gurley, i mean he's new in atlanta but again who the fuck knows he's walking with a limp coin flip josh jacobs actually really like gordon is a coin flip for me i like gordon but who the hell knows that's a new team all that weird shit godwin i think is a coin flip uh i think he's a passer or he's a great player he's super young i don't think he's at his prime yet but no, not close. i i don't think brady gives anywhere near the fucking volume that crazy famous Jameis gave right <laughs> no. like, brady's not brady's not throwing fucking 35 passes a game 50 passes that's not happening there's no way there's just no way so to me it's like those hashes are just the receptions are just gonna be way lower volume gonna be way lower i love aj brown again coin flip i mean he's a rookie played well but who knows i think cooper Cup is good i could go down all these players on this list but it just kind of feels the same to me just all the way around it's like definitely a lot of like some really crazy studs here uh like you know daniel hunter love that guy um but then yeah. there's a lot of guys that again I'm, I'm flipping a coin and there's a good chance that they're going to be studs but there's also again you know a chance that you know, any given Sunday, right? And you could say that about any team, but I yeah. think this team especially is 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 pretty uh pretty risk heavy, you know. Yeah, like for me, if you you know, on paper Nick should be pretty dominant in this division, but the way I look at football is it's a war of attrition. 
Yeah. Right? And Nick has one, two, three, four, five, six. Nick has seven players on his bench, three on taxi. Okay, there's one guy on taxi that might be of use in Jalen Rager, but yourself and Steven both have deep benches. It's not that you guys have like loads of quality on the bench. It's just you have players on your bench, and yeah. that'll make such a big difference. I would not be surprised if Nick finishes last in that division just based on the fact that he has no cap space and no depth. And that's going to be a big issue for him. But uh, who do you think is picking first overall next year? Oh, man. Uh, I I don't like answering questions like this, man. Oh, uh, I'm trying uh, to stir the pot. Come on. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Shit on uh, someone. Man, I'm very unsure about crab cakes and football, man. Um, I Just the quarterback situation to me, Dak might not play and Phillip Rivers might fucking suck, you know? Uh, if that happens, yeah, it's not good. I do think he has a, a solid starting lineup, but I remember just in the draft being like, this guy needs another quarterback, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and like, I got Minshew, and I thought he was going to take Minshew, stuff like that. I haven't actually, like, I guess the other one would be Brenner, because I feel like Brenner doesn't have a bench, right? I might be wrong. Um, dude, but... dude, the crazy thing about Brenner's team is he obviously has, you know, the three horsemen of the apocalypse, as I like to yeah. call them. But yeah. the more I look at his team, the more I'm like, how the hell did he get all these other good players? <laughs> he should be broke. Yeah. So, um, Alex, yeah, if you were to pick one team besides your own to win it all this year, who, who would it be? Yeah, so this this might be a hot take. Um, I really I like Caleb's offense a lot. Uh, so looking at I, I think the quarterback situation is a little sketchy I think Kirk Cousins is really solid he's going to play every week Herbert and Tua are question marks love the running back room honestly between Swift, Akers and Johnson I think Johnson's still got something in the tank I think Philip Lindsay does too the wide receivers between Galladay, Judy, Cooper, Jones and Brandon Cooks could just be nuts I mean he has Irv Smith at tight end Eric Ebron who I think puts up points this year um, the defense is a little bit um, a little bit shaky, I think. I think I'd, I'd like to see more here, especially out of like the linebackers. But uh, I think these are really like solid team. Um, I think I would say them. I'm I'm traditionally not good at at questions like this, uh, but that's that, kind of where I'm at. I like it. That's a hot take, and it's well it's well justified. So, yeah. Look, I'm sure Caleb will be delighted to hear that. Well, look, Alex, I'm delighted you're in the league. You're active. You're always looking to make moves, unless it's trading me one Terry, Terry McLaren. But anyway, look, I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter. Uh, <laughs> I like your team a lot. I think it's an interesting experiment because you've got a lot of quality. You haven't got some. You haven't got any huge names, but it's just there's a lot of guys in your team. Like, yeah, I'd like him, and I'd like him starting for me, and I'd like him starting for me. So. Um, I'm very curious to see how your team turns out and on top of that I just love the amount of depth you have and what you've done at running back you've got a lot of guys who could pan out great for you and be absolute steals outside of that then do you know what I mean in the future like you're gonna have a lot of cap space and uh, not mm-hmm. next season the year after yep. yep and then by the end of it so like you have very few people on four-year deals like by year four you've the least amount of money committed by a long yeah. shot it's like 20 30 dollars i think is the difference yeah. so you went in there with a plan of targeting guys who were you know maybe towards the back end of their, you know, the back nine of their career i respect it i'm 
very curious to see how it works out and you know wish you all the best no uh ready for a great year ready to fuck some shit up man i think it's gonna be a good ass league uh i hope i hope my team doesn't all die from uh a little too old to get covid that would be my closing <laughs> i don't know if that's too dark but no, i it's love an it old team it's I, an old team yeah, i love it yeah they're a high, high risk team <laughs> <laughs> high risk team, yeah, high risk, yeah, exactly. Right, I love it. Right, well, look, Alex, pleasure. Um, hopefully, I can get yeah. you on during the season. We can discuss a few things, especially like how the Cowboys suck. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm always excited to talk about how shitty the Cowboys are. That's wow, Alex. Me too. <laughs> that's, that's all. You, you'd be again. You'd be surprised. Being a Cowboys fan, you're you're a lot more pessimistic than people like to make you out to be. Cool. Uh, I mean, I keep saying it's our year, and I keep getting let down. So believe me, I, I like to talk some shit. So good. good. Well, I mean, it can't get worse than Jason Garrett clapping, right? Um, so yeah. I hope it does. I really yeah. do. Um, yeah, if I could, if I could just say my my favorite Cowboys memory is again, this is really recent, but I just this was the worst thing I've ever fucking seen. Was I think it was that Tavon Austin punt return. Uh, I don't remember who we were playing against, but you probably remember, I think it was this year, where he fucking was fielding the punt, and we were down by three points or whatever with, like, two minutes left, and he had fucking – he could have moved an extra 20 yards, but he just he just kneeled, right? Do you remember that? <laughs> or he, like – do you remember that? You know uh, no, that? it doesn't come to mind was, now. And then, and then Jason Garrett was just there clapping. It was the worst call because Jason <laughs> Garrett called it. He was like, hey, just catch the ball and kneel it don't don't try to return it and he had so much dude i have such a vivid picture of it burned into my brain of him having like a 20 yard clearing right and he just takes the ball and just yeah just whatever kneels around out of bounds or something like that it was just it was horrible yeah it was horrible so yeah. i love talking about stuff like that cool. so. well i'm look well hopefully there'll be plenty of terrible cowboy memories added to your brain this year i mean Hopefully. alex we'll leave it at that thanks a million Best luck with the season. Yeah, absolutely. Great, great talking with you, Alan. The ball is growing! <laughs> ah!